heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Uh, let's have a chat to Paul Snowden now because uh, they've got a big team over Cup Week and uh, none more exciting than the three that they are taking to the Coolmore Stud Stakes. Morning, Paul. Morning, Michael. How are you? Very well, mate. Uh, uh, great job just to get three runners in the Coolmore Stud Stakes, uh, all been aimed at this Group 1 feature. How are they? Are you happy with them all? Yeah, I am. Um, you know, King Jam has done nothing wrong. Um, only what he did sort of first up, a little bit fresh and, and ran to the uh, bridle a little bit, sort of being that way, but back to uh, Sydney straight away and, and uh, you know, responded well. Took him out for work, done with him, and she went on and won the Brian Crowley since and then uh, has gone back down and, and really executed lovely, um, just ridden with that cover that he desperately needs uh, to finish off. And that's He's a horse with immense talent. We know that. He's got a few quirky um, behavioural issues, but uh, it was a lovely ride from Tommy Berry, and we saw that um, speed at the end with that cover. So are you happy to be drawn, gate two inside? Because he looks like he's going to get plenty of cover from that draw. Well, that's one thing we can't control is the barriers. So um, you get what you're given, and there's no doubt we've got a fair bit of a idea sort of what we're, what we're thinking at the moment but that probably won't be confirmed until we sort of get to race day and things like that and just have a look at things but um, mm. no, very happy with how he is, he's, he's um, in a very good spot, look there's a lot of work that's gone behind the scenes him sort of trying to conquer that anxious activity that he produces on race day but um, no, hopefully we'll see a much, um, much better sort of rendition of himself and that first experience down the straight, how much improvement do you think he'll take out of that? Oh, look, at, prior to him resuming down the straight, this horse was, you know, once he sort of got that cover, he, he's just on a loose rein. So mm. um, to see him do what he did was a little bit disappointing, but, um, you know, that's the nature of the beast, I suppose. Straight race, you got to get it right. When you get it right, you can, you can succeed and, and succeed well. So I believe... Um, doesn't hold any fears for us tucking that on again. I'm off the back of his control last Friday. Gets uh, going half pace next door. So, yeah. Um, no, very, very confident to where we're at. Don Corleone, the stable mate, you've drawn next door uh, to him in gate three. And, I mean, I can't believe he's 50 to one. I, I know he doesn't have the A-grade form lines that King's Gambit does, but I, I like the way he hit the line in the Gothic and a strong run 1,200 down the straight would look to suit. Look, it does, and it, it doesn't reflect on how I think he's chances at that price. Um, he's a he's a horse that he'll relish straight racing. He's a very relaxed horse. You can ride him anywhere, but what he does, he'll react off. The more pressure he's, the better he'll he'll be late. So, massive um, field there Saturday. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of nervous energy there. A lot of horses taking the straight for the first time, especially some city horses going down there that have tactical speed. So. They've got to harness that energy as much as anyone. And um, you know, if they don't, well, you know, it just it just breathes more pressure into the race. And this horse is what he'll do. He'll just poke about just doing his own thing. And what he will do, he'll blend in at the right time and he will be strong through the line. So, um, you know, it gives him a very good chance. And snapbacks, uh, a huge price as well, $126. Can you make any case for snapback causing a boil over? Well, he, he's, again, taking 
was back in good form and unlucky run last start. He should have finished a lot closer, if not win. Um, you know, just did another step back from a Golden Rose um, uh, effort last start before that. So coming back in grade, and, and he, that's probably a fair assumption where he's at. He's just off that top tier. But, you know, he's one of them horses that he does travel up on speed. So, um, yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting to see how well he reacts off the back of that. Um, he's not an aggressive horse as such, but he, he's great, normal racing men as hard towards the front. In the derby, you got another big price runner. Uh, make a call who got beaten in a maiden at Kembla Grange as a dollar thirty, but was a bit stiff on that occasion, uh, a bit wayward, couldn't get a run, and the winner actually goes around in the wakeful on Saturday as well. So uh, is there more depth to the form that we see on paper of make a call? Yeah, there is. Um, look, he's got form around the likes of Tom Kitten um, and, and a lot of well-performed horses throughout this carnival, but um, he just lacks to apply himself to the best of his ability at some sometimes. Um, I feel like he's, he's not uh, exposing himself to his full, full potential, so but it's going to be interesting. Um, we're taking on, obviously, the trip for the first time, like everyone else is, and, and we're banking on the back of him staying the trip, and if he can, he'll certainly run well, but he's, we just don't know which one's going to turn up. In uh, the first race, He-Man's been well-backed and Mark Zara's decided to to jump on his back instead of Brave Mead. Uh, hit the line really strongly last at over 1,400 metres. Uh, it looks like the mile will suit. How confident are you about him in the Carbine Club? Yeah, look, um, plan move. We scratched him last Saturday. Held him back this week. So, um, look, he's come up with a lovely draw. Uh, there looks to be... Um, sort of three or four that will punch forward. He'll, he'll land up in that three three back running line there, I'd imagine. Um, he's already had a run around Melbourne. Uh, it was quite quite good. So, very relaxed horse. Who, once he does get pushed under, pulled under full pressure, he keeps uh, giving and, and responding to you. So, uh, looking forward to see what he can do early in the day to come back. And you've got Gennady, who's back in form, uh, wasn't far away in a blanket finish last start, goes around in the Furphy Sprint, drawn gate two. Uh, about $13, looks a, a decent price as well. Yeah, she's a good she's a good each way better, I think. Um, look, she was three deep without cover the first up. She she still held held her own to the line. I think she ran great, considering she didn't get a lot, lot of luck in the run. Um, she's always been a talent. Uh, this race on Saturday is one of her targets, only a, a limited preparation. Um, she had a long winter through Brisbane. Um, so she'll only have probably three runs. Um, this run on Saturday has probably been one of the targets, along with um, four fields in two weeks after that. So, yeah, she's coming up well. Uh, off the soft draw, she's been in the straight a couple of times, which is fine, and looking forward to her hopefully bouncing. Up in Sydney, you've got Marzu and the rich Giga Kick Stakes. Only a small field, which which might suit him. You've got to take on Think About It, Private Eye again. Uh, can you turn the tables? Oh, look, we didn't get an opportunity to probably run as well as what we could have in the Everest. We got um, going for a sort of an inside run and it got shut on us pretty quickly. So went to the line untested. Um, completely different preparation for him this year when he missed the uh, the premiere. Uh, was found to be scratchy on arrival on race day. So... We missed that run. We go into this run third up, and I know last year his effort in the Everest, um, you know, he was three deep, no cover, and got beat three quarters of the length uh, behind Dig. Once we did get him to this race last year, we felt 
that he'd run his sort of PB in the Everest and he was sort of on the on the other side of the hill coming sort of down. So he was a little bit flat, but obviously this year with the limited start that he's had, he certainly a different sort of side of him that we're taking on, taking him to the races on Saturday. And he's very fresh, he's very well, he's working extremely well. Um, and those two horses that you suggested, they're the benchmark. So, look, he's got to turn the tables on horses that are in very much form, but they've come through that hard Everest slog racing, which is, you know, it's very hard to keep you on. Uh, you've also got a nice chance earlier in the day, first up with Miss Hellfire as well. So you've got bases loaded. Uh, who are you most confident of on Saturday? Oh, look, I'm really hopeful that we can uh, run well in Melbourne. Obviously, start early with uh, He-Man and, and hopefully um, you know, three boys can run well in Cromwell. Drinks down. He's our main, main pick there, but just good to have some nice chances on a, a special day, Derby Day itself. Uh, we look forward to seeing you out there, Paul. Uh, best of luck. Thank you, Paul Snowden, joining us there.